Thanks, Beth. I wanted to um, bring a, uh, a sermon to you, which is uh, from, uh, if, if, if anyone's got their Bibles open, uh, it's from um, Mark chapter 10. It's um, uh, about uh, blind Bartimaeus receives his sight. And it's um, uh, chapter 10, verses 46, if you've got that there. It says, Then they came to Jericho. That's uh, Jesus and his disciples, by the way. Then they came to Jericho. Uh, as Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that, he, that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted even more and he said, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, Call him over. And so they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. And the blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, Jesus said. Your faith has healed you. And immediately his, he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. I thought that was a, a pretty amazing uh, bit of scripture there. And there's, there's heaps in there. There really is. And um, I'm thinking on the lines of, you know, it's, it's interesting that the scripture even knows who this guy is. So it must be that he has been in this situation for quite a while. He's been sitting on the side of the road. Um, he's probably got his own little spot. Uh, he's, and, uh, and he's recognized by a lot of people that this is Bartimaeus. And, you know, he's been blind for, I don't know how long, it doesn't say. But um, there he is begging on, begging on the side of the road. And Jesus... And the disciples start, they come past this road, just where Bartimaeus is, uh, is begging. And um, I don't know if you've ever been around a large crowd. It's really noisy. You, do you understand what I mean? Being around a large crowd, there's talking and there's... And there's probably kids around there as well and they're playing. And, and uh, so there's, I'm guessing there's probably around about, say, three or four hundred people around Jesus and his disciples and they're probably chatting away and there's Bartimaeus and he says what's going on you know there's this large crowd uh, here and I can hear a loud noise and everything what's going on and somebody says it's Jesus of Nazareth you know and um, he's passing by and uh, so Bartimaeus calls out Jesus Bartimaeus I'm here son of David and guess what the crowd do? They say, shut up. <laughs> I mean, you know, you tend to, tend to think, how could, you know, this is, this is compassion to the, to the most, isn't it? You know, here's a blind man and he's calling out so as he can get saved and get his eyesight and they're telling him to shut up. So, so what does Bartimaeus do? He calls out even louder. Jesus! Son of David. And uh, so Jesus obviously gets, gets the, atten the attention. And he says, look, bring the guy over here. 
And I've, I just find it bewildering that the crowd, and the disciples are probably part of this as well, I don't know, but the crowd are almost um, a little bit, um, all right, you know, you've, you've got his attention, get up on your feet, let's go, you know. And it's, it's, I'm just wondering whether or not we could do that to each other sometimes. You know, here's a, here, you, you might find somebody who's, who's looking for Jesus or looking for something that he doesn't even know what he wants. And, um, and he could pester and pester and pester you. And you go, oh, goodness me, for, you know, yes, okay. Sometimes I guess we can be hard-hearted like that. And we can not see what the genuine need is because we're probably, we're heading this way, like the crowd was. They're, they're heading towards Jerusalem. Because at that point, if you look at the scriptures, this scripture comes just before the triumphant entry into Jerusalem, where Jesus and the disciples and all this crowd are going to march into Jerusalem and uh, they're going to believe that Jesus is going to overtake uh, the Romans and Israel is going to be uh, released from this oppression. And so they're on this march. They're thinking, we've got this, this, we've got the king here and he's going to, so we don't want to be pestered by this guy over here who's, who's blind. Goodness me, that's a side issue. That's not important. We're important. This is important where we're going. Sometimes we can be a little bit like that. We're focused too much on what we want and not on the need of somebody else around us. So Bartimaeus, I'm sure he doesn't just sort of wander on his way over to Jesus because he's blind. So I'd imagine that he gets helped over to to Jesus and and Jesus asks this question. Now, if you were at uh, on Sunday, at church on Sunday, there was another... um, uh, sermon that was similar to this one where Jesus talked to uh, a man who was at a, uh, a pool and uh, Jesus asked the question, you know, um, do you want to get well? Was the question that he asked this guy. And so he asked a very similar question to the blind man, which seems like a really crazy, crazy question because it's very obvious what the man needs. And so, but Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? And you're thinking, why would Jesus say that? What do you want me to do for you? It's, it's pretty obvious there, Jesus. But yet, I don't want you to miss this subtlety because what the Scriptures are saying is God wants you to name out loud what it is that you want him to do. There's power in that. I want you to sort of think for yourself, if you can, if Jesus was, if he came into this, this church one, uh, uh, right now and he came into the, through the doors and he was just walking past here and he saw you and he said, what do you want me to do for you? 
Would you know how to answer him? Do you know what you want? Do you know your need? Could you verbalize what it is that you would ask Jesus? What is that? That's the point of this whole sermon. Do you know what your need is? And is that something that you would ask Jesus? Verbally, out loud, not just in your own thoughts and things like that, but verbally, because there's power in saying it out aloud. Because it comes from the heart. It doesn't come from the head. One of the other things that I found really in, interesting in, in this scripture is that after, Je- after Jesus talks to this man and he asks him, what do you want me to do for you? And, and he says, Rabbi, I want to see. I want to see. I want to I have my sight back again. And Jesus says, go, because your faith has healed you. And you tend to think, well, how much faith does it take to receive your sight? And how much faith would it be, like, if you're going to ask Jesus what it is that you want him to do for you, how much faith do you need in order for you to feel that that's, it's going to happen? Is it a, a huge amount? Or is it just a tiny little bit? What is, how much faith do you need? Well, Jesus actually answers that question in here. In several spots, in several different parts of Scripture, Jesus says, you only need the faith the size of a mustard seed. And a mustard seed is a really tiny little seed. And you think, well, that's not very much faith. That's true. But what it does have, what it doesn't have, is any doubt. And that's the problem. Jesus is not saying that we should have greater faith. He's saying that we should have no doubt. That when Jesus comes to you and you say, I, Jesus, I, I really need this. Is that really what you want? Yes, it is. Then don't doubt it. Don't doubt that Jesus can do that for you. Because he can do incredible stuff. As our first song, which I was blown away at, by the, by the way, that it said, nothing is impossible for God. You know, that blind eyes are open. I thought, wow, the first song was just incredible. Thanks, Claire. We don't need great faith. We need to doubt less. Because if you, can, if you don't have any doubt, then you don't need gigantic amounts of faith. Just the amount of the size of a mustard seed is all you'll need. And Jesus said, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this, this hill or this mountain, up you go and go into the sea. And what is that mountain? That mountain is what you're saying that you want Jesus to heal you of. There's a mountain there. 
We all have mountains. What is your mountain that you want cast into the sea that'll only require the size, the faith of the size of mustard seed? Don't doubt that God can do that. Because God can do that for you. I'd like to finish tonight with just the thought in your mind. If Jesus was walking here tonight, if he walked up and he stood at the mercy seat, either side, and you walked up there and you knelt at the mercy seat, what would you ask him to do? What miracle do you need in your life that only Jesus can do? I want to put that to you tonight because that's where it's about in this scripture. God wants to do a miracle in your life. And he's not saying, I I, I want you to have a huge amount of faith in this. Just don't doubt. Don't doubt that I can do it for you. You only need a small amount of faith. Just don't doubt.
God wants to do an amazing thing in your life, guys. He wants you to know. Do you know? He's asking you. Do you know what you want changed in your life? Because He does know. He does know what's in your your life that needs changing. He knows what's in my life that needs changing. There's still time. There's still time to come to the Lord. And Jesus is out the front here. He has walked into this room. He is here right now. And He will listen to your request so I urge you come to him today